Welcome to this edition of Straight Talk with the Hawk, with your host, Anthony Knight, the Golden Knight of Real Estate. Welcome to this edition. I'm your host, Anthony Knight, with Steve Hawks, and we're going to talk about iBuyers. We like to talk about that because it's relevant and become a huge part of our industry and they become competitors to us as realtors and brokers. So this is something obviously we've talked about before that started in Phoenix and really spread pretty quickly through the Southwest. I was talking to an agent from North Carolina yesterday that's telling me they're as big there as they are here. And he's worked in both markets. He came from Vegas. So we know that in our MLS last year, the top 250, number one, two, and three were iBuyers, correct? Correct. And so- For the top five. For the top five. Okay. So let's talk about that. Where are we at today currently? What's changed, if anything? Is it growing or is it shrinking? The first eight weeks, they've accelerated with this cheap money they've received. And it's funny because I've talked to a agent that's been in the business 30 years, top 300 agent consistently for the last 30 years. And he said, calls me, said, Steve, you have minutes to talk? I said, yeah, I have, there's a disturbing trend I'm seeing and I'm concerned, especially in the next two to three years. But right now it's accelerating. I said, well, what's that? He's like, well, I'm my sphere of influence in my database. I'm, I'm losing touch with them. I'm not, they're not using me. I go, what do you mean? He's like, I follow up. I do everything. I do the database. And he, he does everything perfect, right? He's been doing the same thing for 25, 30 years, follows up, has the client appreciation, everything. He got a call from a client a couple of days ago and said, hey, um, Mark, we're looking to sell my house. Can you send me the value? Sure, okay, when you want to list it. Mark, whoops, I can't say his name. Let's do it again. Okay. <clears throat> you can start. You can. Okay. Um, Let's start over. We'll start. Okay. 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 So... Anthony, the uh, the iBuyers, realtors are real concerned right now, especially in Vegas and Arizona, where ground zero, and it's spreading across, across the country. Every realtor I talk to is concerned about iBuyers. What's going on? How are they doing this? And what can we do to be more competitive? Because we're definitely not competitive. As you said before, last year, four of the top five people were iBuyers. And so far this year, the first six weeks, They've doubled what they were doing last year. And four, once again, four of the top five are, are iBuyers here in Las Vegas. So any, any, any stories that relate to that? Well, sure. So just spoke with an agent the other day that's been in the business 30 years, top 300 the last 30 years, does everything right, follows up with his database, sends the drip, sends the mailers, does the client appreciation, everything by the book to make sure he's protecting his sphere of influence in his database. Calls me, says, hey, Steve. I have a disturbing trend. I had a client call me the other day. I said, hey, I'm looking to sell my house. Can you send me the uh, CMA, the value? Send it over. When can we list? Well, we're going to be talking to some other people. He was shocked. He'd been working with them for the past 25 years. He went over, proactive, dropped off a listing package, and still didn't get the client. What's going on, Steve? I says, do you hear these commercials? Do you hear these radio advertisements? that are anti-realtors, telling the people, don't use a realtor. Realtors charge too much. They don't know what they're doing. There was over $400,000 spent just last month in Las Vegas on why people should not use the realtors. They should use the iBuyers or these other companies that don't involve realtors and real estate agents. And I said, hey, when you go out there, you confirmed what they heard on those commercials. 
You have to be different. You cannot do what you've been doing 10 years ago. That's why these companies are thriving. They have a lot of money and they're changing the opinions of people, especially in Phoenix and Vegas. We know that 100%. They're getting market share because they're changing the way people think of realtors. And there's nothing to combat that. There's no other commercials that say, this is what realtors do. This is their value. We have to do it on a guerrilla warfare way of doing it because we don't have $400,000 a month to spend. It's kind of like going back in time when realtors were experts on different communities, right? Or different zip codes or whatever. And because there really wasn't a lot of information available for the public. And so when somebody would want to buy in a certain community, like here, if it was, you know, Summerlin, it's, it's like, oh, call the Summerlin expert because the, the buyer wanted information on what are the amenities of the community and blah, blah, blah. Well, now they have all that information. They don't really need the the person to tell them where the parks are, where the retail is or whatever. It's available. And so I actually received a call last Friday from a buyer that had found me on Zillow and was was very frustrated with the agent that her and her husband had been working with. You know, they felt like he wasn't communicating well. He wasn't available. The story we hear often, probably a part-timer, but it's interesting and valid to me that they didn't go on Century 21's website to find a realtor or Remax's or Berkshire Hathaway or Keller Williams. And we're an independent real estate brokerage, right? So we're not associated with the franchise. They went on Zillow. And when they went on Zillow, they read reviews. And after they read reviews, they called me, right? So that's the world we live in now. Zillow has become the authority and the source for real estate. When more people Google the word Zillow, than they do real estate when they want to know about real estate. When you go to Zillow, just like you said, they can find the top agents. They can find the top schools. They can find the crime rate. They can find everything they need. Totally. They get to see from that search, they got to see how many transactions my team's closed in the last year, how many transactions we've closed all time, how many current listings we have, and over 425 star reviews. That's enough information. And now where are people going to get the value of their homes? Every single listing we go on, what do they have? They have that offer from the iBuyer. Right. Last month alone, this is the second top iBuyer. Last month, in 29 days, they received 10,000 requests for offers just here in Las Vegas. 10,000 sellers. To me, Zillow has such a good presence. I think Zillow's done a pretty good job personally. I've embraced it because I've gotten a lot of business from Zillow, but I was one of the people that years ago when this all started, instead of sitting around and complaining and bitching about Zillow and posting stuff on social media saying F Zillow or Zillow sucks, whatever, I I looked towards where the consumer's going, right? That's right. And so we've leveraged that and built a pretty good relationship with them and it's worked out really well. And we've done a ton of, I've gotten way more business from Zillow than I've gotten from the National Association of Realtors. I'd wear a Zillow pen around on my shirt before I'd wear a realtor pen. I'll tell you that right now. But, um, (laughs) but um, look what they did at realtor.com. I mean, King Zillow is crushing it because they went to the consumers And when NAR sold Realtor.com and sold that name, 
huge, huge, huge issue that's caused for realtors nationwide because now we don't have anything to compete against on right. a national basis. Right. Because realtor.com has is not owned by NAR, but they can say and use on the website that they're official website of the National Association of Realtors. And NAR doesn't have a national portal. So these guys have free reign with no competition and they're taking advantage of it and they're helping the consumers and the consumers go there as the authority now instead of the local realtor. I'll tell you, everybody that's listening, the very last thing that I print before I go on a listing appointment which I don't bring a lot of material, actually. It's the one-page CMA and the assessor's page, one page. So I print two pieces of paper and then the Zestimate because I know no matter what, it's coming up in the conversation. 100%. Every time, every time. They're going to they're gonna say, well, Zillow yeah. says this. Now, one thing I've noticed, though, too, since Zillow became an iBuyer, their Zestimates are pretty close. I, I think they've really tightened up on on that quite a bit. Well, remember they had that competition for a million dollars who could help their algorithms be more accurate. Right. And they've done a good job with it. And so a lot of times too, to be honest, if, if I'm looking at a property and I can't really find good comps, I'm having a hard time comping it out. I don't use what we have in, in the MLS. What's it called? Remind. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'll go and look at this estimate too, because everything's about perception, right? Self-fulfilling prophecy. And, and so if Zillow says it's the property's worth 400000 the seller already thinks that, and so do most buyers. So if I'm having a hard, you know, if I'm a little bit off, right? Let's say I'm comping something out and I'm like, man, I don't know if it's 390 or 410 and I go on Zillow and it says 400 that's my number. And guess what? Some of the top hedge funds in the country, when they're buying those tapes, and they're buying those homes, what are they using? Zestimate to. The lenders that are doing appraisal waivers now, we're seeing a lot more appraisals being waived. They're doing desktop values. Yes. Right? So for our audience, this is not a scare tactic. We're not trying to scare you out of the business. This is wake up call to embrace technology and tools. Don't get comfortable. Look around you and you can thrive. We've adopted these philosophies for years now, and Steve and I combined do probably, I don't know, close to 550, 600 transactions a year. So we're doing well in our market, but we're not hanging out at the MLS, and we're not going to, or at least for the most part, to realtor events. And these are old school things that are outdated. So just like you talking about your buddy, it's unfortunate, probably a great guy that's worked very hard, but has maybe had to have a little wake up call now too. He's smart for calling me for advice and hopefully he'll listen. And if he does, he'll probably do well. So anything else to add? No, I think you uh, hit it right on the, uh, right on the nail, right on the head. That's why we're seeing, we'll talk about this next time. Uh, why we're seeing an explosion in coaches because there's no training out there anymore. So agents are desperate and seeking coaches all over. I mean, there's a thriving coaching business right now because the real estate companies don't have the margins to coach anymore. And that goes to your point, which we'll cover on our next podcast. Okay, great. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time. This is Straight Talk with the Hawk.